Greetings from high heavenly Jerusalem. How are you doing? <laughs> it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Won't you be Jesus's? <laughs> uh, it's either that or Satan's. I mean, uh, it's funny, people think they have a choice. Yeah, I guess choose this day whom you serve, valley of decision, the valley of the shadow of death, but if you want to live the king's life, the high life, the Zoe life, the resurrection from the dead life in the highway of holiness, you don't have two options. You only have one, the cup of salvation, the cup of the blood covenant. <laughs> if you harden your heart against the wine, you're hardening your heart against the blood covenant. Oh, we've seen so much of it. It's always grieved me how people harden their hearts against the wine of the Holy Spirit and try to do Christianity in their own human nature, in their own brain. It never goes well with them. Oh, they usually just get frustrated, burn out, and become alcoholics or drug addicts, or lose their faith entirely and become atheists. I've seen it thousands of times. <laughs> Religion is the most frustrating substance Satan has ever conjured. It's called sorcery. It's everywhere in Christianity. Yes, there's a curse-free zone in the river of life if you're in riverinity, real Christianity, where Christ is the centrality of our life and not us. <laughs> you know, crucified with Christ so that you no longer live the life I now live. I live by faith in the Son of God. <laughs> I wonder how many Christians have even been born again. Deep, deep down inside, I prayed the sinner's prayer at a Billy Graham crusade in 1977. I have my born-again baptism certificate hanging on the wall. I got, I got my Bible autographed by Billy Graham, and then Creffer of Dollar, and then, you know, all these other prophets and apostles. Heidi Baker, can I get your autograph? Bill Johnson, will you, will you, will you sign my chest? <laughs> you know, it's like, it's cool if you want to be a hero of faith, but make sure it's in the river of life so that Jesus gets all the glory. Seriously. The only way you're legally allowed to be famous in Christianity in the New Covenant is for your bliss. That's a verse. Abraham was famous for his glory. In the Moffat translation, every time it says glory, Old Testament and New Testament, it's translated bliss. Physical ecstasy. That's the glory of God. If you're not in the river of life, you don't even know about physical ecstasy. You're going to be going to the world. You're going to be going to sexual immorality, you're going to be going into drugs and alcohol and secret sin and pornography and just everything of death until it's like, really? Is that all that's here? No, that's not all that's here. That's why we got to reach the drug addicts because 
They have a grid for living a lifestyle of pleasure. And there's nothing more pleasurable than the Garden of Eden. Eden is the Hebrew word for pleasure. <laughs> the Garden of God. Where were you born again? In the Garden of God. Where were you planted? As a tender shoot in the Garden of Eden. Is everyone born of the Spirit planted in the Father's heart? In the Father's garden? Yes. 100% of the time. <laughs> Not some of them are just planted in Egypt. Some are planted in spiritual Sodom. Some are planted in religion. Some are planted in... No. No, there's only one garden of God. It's called Eden in the Bible. When you're born of the Holy Spirit and have a true conversion, every single one of you is planted in God's heart. His heart is Eden. His throne room is his soul. That's called Mount Zion. The mountain of the Lord is the soul of Jesus Christ, the soul of the Holy Spirit, the soul of our Heavenly Father. It is true. But He's not just a soul being. He is also a heart being, a garden being. So unless your heart is like His heart and your soul is like His soul, heaven is is altogether unknown to you. And so you'll have to search for satisfaction through relationships, through money, through drugs and alcohol, and everything in this world to try to fill that heart of yours <laughs> and try to fill that soul of yours. Some people do it with education and get real smart. Heidi Baker said when she was at the Toronto outpouring, the great revival of modern times at the Toronto Airport Christian Fellowship, the first thing that went out the window was her doctorate in divinity from King's University in England. <laughs> she was a total Pharisee, you guys. Don't you realize almost all of the great pastors, prophets, evangelists, all of them have become great through that Toronto blessing. The greatest, like all of your God TV stuff, all of your Rick Joyner, Heidi Baker, Bill Johnson, Georgina and Winnie Banoff, you know, John Scotland, the list goes on and on and on. These were all people that got into the river of life, and many of them still are. Some aren't, but many still are. Some don't drink as much as they used to. Some drink just as much. The thing is, is being a disciple of the river, like John the Baptist and never coming out of the river, because I think we've learned by now, everything outside the river of life is death. <laughs> it has the appearance of good. Satan will tempt you with anything he has in the second heavens and the earth. Power. You want power? I will make you a rich sorcerer. Satan will offer that to you once you're in the river of life. But if you say no to every temptation, you'll rise right up in the river of life and become one with the Father, one with the Son, on the throne of Jesus Christ, and you'll have the seven marks of a true overcomer of this universe on your body. Revelation 2 and 3 marks of a real overcomer, a true conqueror. Don't you know that's a verse? You are more than a conqueror through Christ who's called you. Are you called? Are you chosen? Are you elected by grace through faith in Jesus? 
course you are. He died on the cross for your souls. And He doesn't want you to be miserable. He doesn't want you to be slaves. He doesn't want you to be religious. He wants you to be free. He who the Son sets free is free indeed. (laughs) Now who would steal and fight your freedom? Only Satan would. And how does he do it? Every single time with the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, with the appearance of good. Genesis says Eve looked at the tree and it had the appearance of good. But after they ate of its fruit, they died. Oh, but their bodies continued living to 930 years, according to Genesis. So what is the important part of life and death according to the Word of God, Jesus Christ, who wrote Genesis? The soul. They died in their souls. So the gift of salvation is resurrection power, river of life power, Holy Spirit power surging through your souls. Not just deep, deep, deep down within your heart, fire insurance, I know when I die I'm going to heaven. Get your souls transformed so you can have heaven on earth every day of your life. All resistance to the river of life in your souls is death. I watch day in and day out all God's covenant people resist the Holy Spirit and it grieves me every single day. The the disobedience is everywhere. Everywhere. It is the rarest thing in Babylon the Great to find an obedient river of life person that's not religious, that's not rebellious. And if they're not religious, then they're rebellious. And it's like, well, there's only two options in the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. I can either be good or I can be evil, good, evil, and they're double-minded, schizophrenic, going between their left hemisphere of their brain, right hemisphere of the brain. I'm just an animal, I'm just an animal, I'm just an animal. No, you're born of the Spirit. You're a new creature in Christ. 2 Corinthians 5.17 is true. If anyone is in the anointing, they are a new creature. The old has passed away, the new has come. What is this new creature? It is a Holy Spirit creature. It is a river of life creation. He doesn't clean up your human nature. He crucifies it and brings forth an entirely new creature that has been born of the Spirit. Otherwise, you wouldn't have needed the new covenant. The old covenant would have done because that was the covenant of the works of the flesh. The Old Covenant was the works of the flesh. The New Covenant is the works of the Holy Spirit. Acts of the Holy Spirit. Read the Bible. 28 chapters. Acts of the Holy Spirit. Acts of the Holy Spirit. The New Covenant is about the acts of the Holy Spirit. The Old Covenant was about the acts of the flesh. True. (laughs) And it was an outward anointing in the Old Covenant. In the New Covenant... It's John 7:38. Out of your heart proceeds rivers of living waters. Rivers of living waters. That's the river of life. <laughs> and when he died on the cross, it forgived your sins so that that same river of life that came out of Jesus Christ of Nazareth's heart could come out of your heart as well. In Jesus' name. Man, I'm coming up against the devil. Hmm. 
The devil does not want me to preach this message because we are warring against all the second heavens and earthly pharmakia, all the sorcery, all the lies, all the religion, all the rebellion, all spiritual Egypt, all spiritual rebellion, all spiritual Sodom, everything wrong in this entire world we are warring against in the river of life, not by human efforts. I mean, my God, can you imagine trying to do the New Testament in your human nature? It's utterly hopeless. No wonder why it's like nobody believes out there. <laughs> They're trying to do Christianity out of their brains. Christianity is 100% about your spirit as it's written. To him who believes he is one spirit with the Lord. Christianity is for your spirit. And your spirit grows by faith. That's the mustard seed of salvation. The mustard seed of salvation is your spirit regenerated, born of the Spirit, the seed of the Word of God. First John says, You have been born of the Word of God, and the Word of God is not sin. The Word of God cannot sin. Who is the Word of God? Jesus Christ, our Lord, is the Word of God. Who is the King of kings and Lord of lords? Certainly, zero to do with the flesh. The Word is King of kings and Lord of lords. Amen? John chapter 6, our Lord, if you're a real Christian and believe in Jesus, said that the flesh counts for nothing. The only flesh he was talking about is your brains. Where was he crucified? Golgotha, Calvary. What does that mean in English? Place of the skull. Are you bewitched in your brains today? You need the river of life to be drowned. It's time for real Christianity that depends entirely on the Holy Spirit and not self-efforts. No strange fire. No dead works. No Egyptian slavery. No sorcery. No flesh! <laughs> I mean, is that too much to ask that we be... Faithful to the Holy Spirit, as it's written, anyone who obeys the Holy Spirit has fulfilled all the law. The Apostle Paul says, when you obey the Spirit, you fulfill the entire law. But if you disobey the Holy Spirit, which is the river of life, if you leave the river of life, you're under the curse of the law by default. That's why they're all sick and diseased and mentally ill out there. Because they have resisted the river of life. They have not drunk the river of life, even though every time Jesus Christ referred to the new covenant, he said, drink it, it's the cup of my blood. We don't want to drink it, we despise it because we want to do something for God and be good in our human nature. That is called the curse of the law. <laughs> that person will go to hell. They're already in hell while they're still on earth. It's true, that's why they're miserable. That's hell on earth, Gehenna. Gehenna is hell on earth. Hades is hell when you're dead. Tartarus is for the sorcerers and fallen angels. And trust me, there are many, many Christian sorcerers that are charismatic pastors. <laughs> they're the ones that make money instead of transform souls. <laughs> Certainly that's not us. Less than 1% of our viewers even donate. <laughs> they hate us to this day. 
They despise the prophetic word to this day, but we will drown them in grace nevertheless because we're just like every day, Jesus Christ. Father, forgive them. They know not what they do in spiritual Egypt. They know not what they do in spiritual Sodom. They are so deceived. The human nature cannot understand. It can only be drowned in grace. The human mind can never comprehend salvation. The human intellect can never understand salvation. We have tried for 2,000 years to figure it out to no avail. I went through five years of Bible college. These people were dry. The professors were dry. Some were speaking in tongues. They had the Holy Ghost and they'd actually kind of mock the theology and they'd mock the demonic realms of Christianity that so many people have gotten into that are just dry, arid places of theology and doctrine. So there's some real Holy Ghost people in the AG. I, mean, I come out of the Assemblies of God and Teen Challenge and North Central University and still have a lot of friends in the AG. Hallelujah. So does Bill Johnson. Bill Johnson came out of the AG, you know, but they have a hard time with the wine, have a hard time with the river of life. Everyone does. I forgive everyone. You know, I haven't met a person that's just like, ooh, let me just give up everything and get in the river. I mean, my wife struggles with this to this day. Been together nine years in the river. <laughs> you know, my friends and my family struggle with this to this day. I mean, very few of our disciples are 100% in the river right now. I mean, it's kind of the early stages of the Great Awakening of really returning to what Jesus Christ purchased for us called the river of life. His blood life. <laughs> His blood sacrifice. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Grace is the river. Truth is the bread. It's true. And the bread is in the river. <laughs> bread and wine, table of the Lord. The bread is truth. The wine is grace. The blood of Jesus for the forgiveness of sins. How many times should we forgive their sins before we beat them and accuse them and, you know, hand them over to Satan for the destruction of their flesh and, you know, and say all kinds of evil things about them and smear their name across the internet as heretics and false prophets? Jesus said, forgive them infinite times. The blood is omnipotent to forgiving all sins. Jesus Christ told his disciples to forgive everyone constantly, everything. Because His blood is that powerful. Does grace abound? The blood of Jesus is the grace. Of course the blood is enough. The river of life is the blood life river of Jesus Christ's sacrifice. Behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of all nations, tribes, and tongues in 2017. That removes all the curse of the fall from creation in 2017. Right now we declare it. Because His blood sacrifice is enough. I'm in this river of life discovering new stuff every day. It's a constant river of revelation, which is the bread of heaven. It's a constant river of intoxication, which is the wine of Jesus Christ, the new wine of the Holy Spirit. It's all true. It's all real. It's all written in the New Testament constantly, and even in the book of Psalms, it's all over the Old Testament as well. God's the same yesterday, today, and forever. The only thing that changed was the covenant. <laughs> But you could even tap into the covenant in the Old Testament because he was the lamb that was slain before the foundations of the world. How could Enoch be taken? <laughs> How could King David in Psalms 110 be called a priest forever in the order of Melchizedek? He lived out of the future sacrifice. 
The house of wine, Song of Solomon 2.4, he lived out of the future sacrifice. The Messiah is coming, the hope of Israel. Amen? He has come. He has risen. He has conquered death and hell. He has defeated Satan and his angels on the cross of Christ crucified. He has destroyed the power of the law. He has destroyed the power of rebellion, which is Sodom. He has destroyed the power of all religion, which is Egypt. His blood is omnipotent through all creation now and forevermore. We just need some people to drink it and let their cups overflow with the river of the Holy Spirit. The river of new wine. See, the old wineskin can't handle this river. It's too big. This is for the whole universe, for a new heavens and a new earth where righteousness dwells. Can you imagine trying to fit this message inside of a church building? This would just destroy any church. This is for the new wineskin. The old wine and the old wineskin of church and, and all that crap is being tossed into the lake of fire. All of it is. And who cares if they're archaic, if they want to be cavemen in their little four walls of Christian churches. We're out here in the river of life like John the Baptist demonstrating the perfect covenant every day. And more people are coming and joining us every day. This movement... The drunken glory movement, this river of life movement, will drown all creation and take over the seven mountains of the world. This is not a small thing. This is the mountain of the Lord rising as chief of the seven mountains in the last day. <laughs> Amen. Isaiah chapter 2, fulfilled. All the prophets are fulfilled in Jesus Christ. Every promise and prophecy is yes and amen in Jesus Christ. It is written. Amen. <laughs> Which means don't wait for tomorrow and it's not about your past. It's right now. Wake up and agree with the prophetic word of God. <laughs> and you will experience his sacrifice today. <laughs> It's always today. Today is the day of salvation. Not tomorrow. Tomorrow has its own problems. You are in the eternal now, right now. Drink His sacrifice. Eat His flesh. Drink His blood, which is wine and bread. <laughs> Why does He say it in such a gruesome way? You know, they call us vampires. They did that in the first century too. Every accusation against God's covenant people has already been used hundreds of thousands of times, year after year, generation after generation. The demons are spent. The fallen angels are spent. Nothing new under the sun. The only thing left to do is to get on this mountain and get into the river and take over the world with the gospel, with the new covenant. The people of God are by the hundreds of millions. There's hundreds of millions of Jesus Christ-loving Christians all over the world. The only thing yet to do is inherit the kingdom and take over a society by the seven mountains. We'll rule the world without the scarlet beast and without the whore of Babylon. Amen? Which means by nothing of the flesh. The scarlet beast that the whore of Babylon sits on is because she trusts in her own abilities. Scarlet beast. The flesh. She trusts her own lying false prophet brains. 
She does. The whore of Babylon is the whore of Babylon. Truth in it, yeah. <laughs> what is the whore of Babylon? Humanistic Christianity. It is human Christianity. Natural, unspiritual, earthly, demonic Christianity. The whore of Babylon has the appearance of God. But when you boil them down, they're all about money. Every single one we've dealt with, thousands of them. It's the entire Roman Catholic Church, not redeemable. Throw it into the lake of fire. All religious Christianity, all human Christianity, all doctrines, everything about the human brain is ego and narcissistic. God is a life-giving spirit. And once you're in the spirit river, all of the stuff written in the Bible makes sense. And it just pops like popcorn. Then it's like, oh, now I can actually enjoy obeying Jesus. And it's not a slavery work of my carnal nature. It becomes thrilling, fun, and an intoxicating daily adventure. I've been in this thing deep for 18 years, and it gets more fun and more fun every single day. It's like a continuous honeymoon. It is. Because I'm in the river of life, and all the religious have tried to pull me out of my honeymoon bliss, try to pull me out of my first love with Jesus Christ, and I won't leave. Because I know they're wrong, because I see their faces. I see their families. They see they're not as happy as I am. So you want me to come join you and be less happy and be less blessed <laughs> and to be cursed with you because misery loves company and come under the yoke of Egyptian spiritual slavery to what you consider sound doctrine. <laughs> You're a lying demon. If I listened to you, I'd be filled with sorcery and my father would be the devil. Truth anyhow, I listen to the living God, not the fallen angels, in Jesus' name. I listen to Jesus, the risen one, who's seated in all glory, who loves us perfectly, who's given us the river of life with unlimited amounts. <laughs> He's the true Jesus Christ, the one that has the sacrifice. The one that has the wine and the bread. The one that intoxicates us with bliss, with glory, with favor, with love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So that we don't jerk off to pornography. So that we don't snort cocaine. So that we don't have to constantly lust over our neighbor's possessions and our neighbor's wives. So we don't have to steal kill and destroy and be like our enemies, the demons. We can actually be the holy people of God we're created by Christ to be. If we completely depend on His sacrifice and drinking it and eating it every day, it is so easy and it is so light. The real gospel of God and we got it. If you want us to Support. If you want us to spread this gospel of God, this light and easy gospel, the real gospel of God, we could use your financial support. I want to start doing $500 a day to a U.S. evangelism. We haven't because we don't have the support. I spent $22,000, no more than that, we're up to $25,000 last three months. 
and evangelism. Facebook advertising, our videos are sent in people's walls. We've had 38 million people reached in every nation in the entire world through Facebook. 38 million. There is no evangelism like this on television or a radio. Facebook has opened up a realm of evangelism that has been impossible in past years. And God's doing it, and it's a new thing. People don't understand it, but it's the truth anyhow. This is what the Holy Spirit's doing. He's doing a great awakening through social media. Support us in this work. It's huge. We can transform civilization with this gospel. Nobody teaches and preaches like me. I already know that because the ones that are out there doing it have copied me. We're leading this thing. Support us and donate at redletterman.com and be blessed. We love you. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.